98.7 Mornings with Matt and Adam, RWPFM. Yes, good morning and uh, welcome to our studios, uh, Mr Greg Hunt. Thank you for coming in today. I know you're very precious for time. That's right. Good morning, Adam. And uh, Matt. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and what a uh, what a was it, is it busy, business as always in the, an election time, or is it, is it is it always frantic, or is it just more frantic? Where where are we at? Oh, look, the the role is incredibly busy, and it's a mixture of the local. So uh, we're working with uh, volunteer grants and uh, volunteer community groups this afternoon. Uh, you might be involved with. Uh, I'm about to meet somebody about an NDIS case after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yesterday was the National Press Club Health Debate in Canberra, so a, a major event, and I've been doing radio interviews on protecting the private health insurance rebate this morning. So at any one time, you can be focused on the macro national uh, grand health policy and delivering new medicines, things such as uh, Spinraza for spinal muscular atrophy or Ibrands for breast cancer, or you can be working with somebody on their their personal issue or the Jetty Road Freeway Overpass, which we're funding in mm-hmm. the Southern Peninsula. Okay. Yeah, so you've got a lot of, lot on your plate, a lot on your plate. How do you pick and choose where to go and what not to go? Because you can't go to everything. No, you can't You can't go to everything. And uh, uh, what we have to do is uh, have a balance. So I work with my office on making sure that we, first and foremost, try to deal with every individual case. And uh, particularly when you have health and literally people's lives are on the line. Yep. You know, if uh, you have a parent that's looking for a new medicine... Uh, for their child. There was a mum who contacted us uh, uh, last year, uh, Olivia from uh, uh, from Bales, just in my electorate, uh, as, it, as it then was. Her daughter uh, has a, uh, a rare disease. The medicine would have been over $800,000. We were able to work with the company, get it to them for free, and they started a couple of weeks later, and this little girl... Uh, is now a very healthy little girl and uh, it was a terminal condition but one where there was a miracle medicine and so that they're the priorities that, and that, that gets first priority and that's, that's sort of that yeah. is unbelievable and there's one i remember greg is, is it gene gino agrios uh, agrios it was at the 3aw with neil mitchell that you got them through to america yeah so gina and uh, she's uh, got a very uh, aggressive uh, blood cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Mildura and we were contacted by uh, the family and also by Neil. Uh, we worked with them. We were able to get them overseas treatment uh, with what's called CAR-T therapy. Uh, they're over in the US and she's had the treatment. Uh, it has a big impact on the body. It's, uh, it makes them feel sick but she's improving and uh, the family's in contact with me and uh, we're waiting on news as to whether or not the treatment is actually going to work, but we're just praying for them. But we've actually been able to bring that breakthrough treatment to Australia okay. and just announced that the uh, Peter McCallum Centre will be one of the world centres for the new immunotherapy for people with leukaemia and lymphoma. So it's a 50-50 chance, as I understood, her, her, her case? Yeah, so it's, there's no guarantee. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it is a last roll of the dice for them. But, uh, you know, this is a young mum and we were able to get them the medical treatment overseas program, which the government contributes about half a million dollars. But uh, I just hope and pray it works. And what I'm really excited about is as things progress, uh, Gina uh, and other people such as her will be able to get their treatment in Melbourne, one of the first centres in the world. And it was one of the great passion projects uh, that I've been able to work on to get that done before we went into caretaker and it's locked in. 
Okay, thank you very much for that. Oh, look, I've got a couple of other questions I'll lead into right now. What have, I've got one of my kids who just sent me a, a text message from the school, and I like your opinion on this, or not, but they've, sent a, they've put a brochure up down there to, to go and protest today. The phone call from the, from the child is, um, I'll, go and, I'll go and protest. Why, why and what are you protesting about? It was, I don't know, I get a day off school. So I, I was actually quite appalled by that, and I don't know if you have a comment at all. Well, look, two things. Firstly, I endorse everybody's right to, uh, to have protests, to have free speech. That's a very important thing. Secondly, what that indicates is that uh, some of the people, some of uh, Trades Hall and mm-hmm. Get Up, so, you know... I think it's a Get Up one. Get Up is American-style uh, brutal politics in Australia. It's very personally targeted. It's character assassination. And... Uh, they are using these kids because uh, if the kids are not aware, so they have absolutely every right to uh, to express their opinions. But if somebody's taking a day off school because they don't know what it's about, totally motivated then obviously by it. that's that's clear that uh, they're just being uh, used and manipulated. Yeah, by I, others. I agree with that completely. Well, I, I've also got. Is it true that Get Up as wasn't Bill Shorten originally one of the founding members? I think he was as such. So yes, he was and. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the way it works is yeah, you have GetUp and uh, the trade union that will do a lot of the very, very aggressive work for the ALP. And it means that uh, it's a harder road, uh, being a Liberal, but it's very, very strongly supported by the local community. And uh, I've been very, very heartened by that support, particularly the, uh, uh, the grassroots. Uh, small business is much more activated, I've found, in this election. Uh, particularly the combination of the impact on uh, accounting fees, the negative gearing, the capital gains tax. They all know that uh, if you can't get a return on your investment as a small business, as well as the fact that we have a a lower tax rate plan for them, then uh, they won't be able to employ people and that would be a catastrophe well, for the, the peninsula and for Australia. Biggest employer on the peninsula, I'd say, would be small business. Yeah, absolutely. So small businesses, and we've got some some wonderful businesses, whether it's uh, uh, Ingham's, whether it's the... Uh, the Jetty Road Brewery. Brewery. Uh, the Jetty Road Brewery, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. Um, but you, you would qualify as a small business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what you're saying is, is, is certainly on point. I mean, we at the moment are employing probably about 45 staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a kitchen with uh, four four chefs and obviously brewers and a lot of casual staff as well. And, you know, we're supporting those young university students, um, high school leavers, and we put them through that hospitality training as well, whether it's through RSAs and, you know, um, apprenticeships through our, our, our cooking and, you know, our chefing scenarios as well. And there's always a difficulty with making um, business work anyway. Mm. regardless yeah, let, let of having, having to jump through so many other hoops. And um, I, I, I guess from our perspective, if, if governments are able to segue and make things a little bit easier and not necessarily taxes and punishes for success, then we're all going to thrive. Yeah, and, no, th- th- that is a perfect definition mm. of liberalism, mm. what it is that we're looking to do, to mm. try to make things a little bit easier for mm. people, uh, to allow them to keep a little bit more of their own money. Mm. And that's how you create the jobs. Mm-hmm. Why is the budget back uh, in the black? It's because we've been able to make it a bit easier. We've lowered the tax rate from 30 to 27.5% and we're on our way to 25%. And uh, that means people are more likely to employ 
And when that happens, it's great for the young people who are employed. It's also great for the economy because you've got economic activity and you've got more tax, uh, which is being paid in aggregate, but less uh, by individuals, less welfare being paid, and therefore you can invest in all of these life-saving medicines that I have the privilege of, of listing when Mr Shorten as assistant treasurer, ran out of money and stopped the listing of mm. new medicines. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think the other question um, that comes to our mind is that when you allow confidence to thrive, it actually gives you the, um, the vision to move forward with confidence to build your business. Mm. You can then say, okay, well, we're, we're going to move to this stage so we can actually then budget for employing another 20 to 30 staff and you know where you're actually moving towards. Whereas if you don't have those in place, you're sort of you're waking up every day just floundering, thinking, "Oh gosh, what's going to happen today?" And there's that sense of business anxiety, particularly in small business. Well, one of the great joys for me is to see whether it's Jetty Road or the original gin company in Somerville yep. or mm. other businesses. You see uh, the investment in hospitality on the peninsula, mm. which has always been strong, but really taking off now from mm. uh, the Eagle uh, at Arthur's yeah. Seat. Uh, there'll be the investment of the best part of $30 million across Queenscliff and Sorrento into mm. the new ferry terminals. We put in $10 million as a, as a wow. government to that. And uh, that will be just great for traffic, yep. uh, you know, to people to come to the peninsula. We're backing that uh, with the Jetty Road uh, overpass. Yeah. Uh, which uh, named, which is know, named after the brewery. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. The brewery named <laughs> How much did you pay for that? Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, a $75 million project all up, and that will help traffic flow on the mm. peninsula uh, for residents and for visitors, uh, as well as what we're able to do with the, uh, the Rosebud Hospital Cancer Clinical Trials Centre and the Bayes Hospital Comprehensive Cancer Centre. So all of these things come together. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a great place to live. At the end of the day, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's and beautiful. So, um, bit of bit of competition out there in the in the marketplace for for the seat. I know it's changed. There's a little bit of a different seat now. You've mm. got Mornington um, swallowed up in, in it, and Chris has moved up further north. How's it been different from other times? So I've uh, lost uh, the swing from. Uh, Pearsdale around to Phillip Island. Uh, I love that area, but I've gained Mornington, and Mornington is where I grew up. Yep. Uh, Dad had the uh, law firm in uh, in Main Street. It's I still, remember still there. Mum um, uh, was you know known and worked in the area, and uh, she worked at Frankston Hospital. And both our kids were born at the Bayes Hospital, so Mornington is home patch. And everywhere I go, you know, people will say, "Oh, look, your father used to come to the." Uh, 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 come and do his laundry with us, or things <laughs> like that. And it's literally where, as a family, we we have our have our base. There is some competition, uh, I, but I always think every election is about deep competition, and I've never taken that uh, taken that lightly. But the thing that we bring uh, is uh, just a deep history and commitment to the area. Dad set up the Green Wedge. Uh, it's been my you know passion to be a guardian of the green wedge mm -hmm. and whether it was point in a pan uh, or what we've done with cleaning up Gunnamatta, protecting against the Red Hill landfill and now the Red Hill quarry, protecting against the bitumen plant at uh, Crib Point and now against the uh, uh, state Labor government's AGL gas plant. What we want is good hospitality, great education, the National Centre for Coasts and Climate at Point Nepean, mm -hmm. a $25 million joint project with Melbourne and Monash Universities bringing tertiary education to the peninsula for the first time, as well as uh, being able to, uh, in particular, 
have this as a national centre for environmental study. I think that's a a great thing. Having said that, they're high-quality, high-quality things in my point of view, and obviously uh, independents are floating around the marketplace, and what we've done is we've... uh, We've had a little bit of a dig at the independence this morning with a bit of a fun commercial, if you'd like to listen. Oh, I'd be interested. <laughs> Vote one for Lazy Independent. Your baby-kissing, hard-hat, wearing, bad-fitting, safety vest, non-answering, always-smiling, Canberra-centric, non-local, non-committal, disappearing, lollipop-licking, ice-cream-sucking, happy-waving, perfect family man, back-slapping, high-fiving, ass-kissing, grant-giving, pork-barrelling son-of-a-gun. Authorised by no one, spoken by some deep voice guy hiding in Canberra, LMCT 98.7. So, that, <laughs> so that's how... That's our, made my day. That's, a, that's, a, that's our, that's our uh, stance on the independence and our beliefs at the moment with a bit of humour ducked into the side of it. What we're going to do, just before you go, Greg, um, is thank you for... It's 18 years? Yes. It's 18 years wow. down here. So that, that's, a, that's an exceptional mm. effort in, in anyone's <laughs> book as far as I'm concerned. You have done a lot for the area. It's, it's not a five-minute uh, cycle. You've been uh, very supportive. And even of our not-for-profit organisation here as well, which I want to say thank you to you. We're about to go to what we call the undecided voter now to finish off the day. Um, any, any comments before we do? Yeah, look, uh, firstly, it's, it's just an immense privilege. And the most satisfying thing is when you get an outcome, um, whether it's something such as... Uh, funding for the Abacus Autism Centre for the Peninsula, which is based Mm. in Hastings, to give it a permanent home, uh, or the outcome in relation to a new headspace, uh, all the individual cases, these things are why you actually do the job. And to have that privilege is a great thing. What you've done at RPP is uh, is amazing. And uh, I think we are sitting, though, under an insulated roof, courtesy of uh, insulation we were able to... Yeah, uh, absolutely we uh, are. ...able to secure after the, the Pink Bat scandal. Yeah, <laughs> there were lo- there was right. lots of it running around <laughs> and we worked, we worked with the, uh, the, the uh, insulators and they provided it, but you've done a fantastic job. So. Well, with support like that, we're now obviously moving into the portal world and the electronic and the social media world and we're up to around about 15,000 uh, uh, people interacting with us per month which is a wonderful step forward and it wouldn't have happened if uh, we didn't have uh, community support and government support and Mm. corporate businesses and sponsors. So no further ado, we're going to go, we want answers. We want answers. We want answers. answers. The undecided voter. All right. My broker says that in the long run. (laughs) Anyhow, that can happen on live radio. That's the one you don't want to play. Anyhow, we'll, we'll skip that for a second. Um, Greg, what's the rest of the day? Did you say you're heading are you heading out of the electorate today? No, no, or no. Staying today's completely uh, within the electorate. Uh, I've uh, I've got a meeting with somebody about uh, an NDIS case, uh, just to work with them on uh, making sure that they have the proper access. We had a big announcement on this yesterday about making it easier. Is it an, is an an individual or yes? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and a couple of people supporting them. By definition, uh, the people who need help uh, under the NDIS often have somebody who's supporting them because uh, you know they're in difficult life circumstances and then after that uh, we have uh, pre-poll work and then this afternoon I have uh, a volunteers uh, uh, support announcement. Well thank you for coming in we wish you all the best and if anyone wants to uh, catch up on this it's obviously a podcast it's available on Spotify and Apple and also we will be available on RPPV .com.au to watch it actually live on camera as well. So thanks again, Greg. Thanks, thanks Greg. Everybody. Thanks yeah, for coming in. Uh, more with um, Matt and Adam yeah. after this, 98.7, I don't pay FM. <laughs> thanks.